Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Oh, toes. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Episode 137, 37 for Rivals podcast. I'm at you live, and I'm one of your hosts, Tom Hart. Join me, H. Steve, 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 and Woj, Woj, to it. I'm a maximum, a max headroom. Wow, did I, did I miss a meeting? That joke that joke will make sense to you tomorrow when you listen. <laughs> it will. It, something my mic cut out a little bit. Something happened yeah. where where yeah. like ec- uh, yeah, it did an echo. Yeah, I think my volume echo thing. Yeah, I think my gain on my microphone was a little too high. But listen. That's what happens when you're on vacation, right? Things get all fucking wacky. It's over now, bud. <laughs> yeah. It's well, for you, it's over. over. No, you, I don't you... go. I don't go back to work until the eighth. So uh, you guys enjoy going to work tomorrow. <laughs> we Suckers. Well, my kids I'm... got stu- stupidly. My kids got off the week after New Year's this year for their school district instead of the week prior, like they normally get. So huh. fine by me. I'll take it. I will take it. Happy New Year to everybody. How was your New Year Happy starting New off? Year. Happy New Year. Very subdued. Very subdued. My New Year started with the with the Penguins getting their ass handed to them by Washington. So probably not so good. Me, me too, Bill. Me too. Not not by Washington. Well, not by, by Washington. Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> no. My team's undefeated in the New Year. Having a mixed mixed. Mixed, uh, doing well against Washington, terrible against Penguins. So, hmm. I don't know. And really good against Carolina. Mm. Nick, you look different. I don't know what it is. The hair is it may, is it is the hair is, is a little poofy. Is it humid down in Carolina? A little bit. A little bit. Hold on. Lack of a hat. Too well, well, no, wait a minute. That's better. That that made all the difference. Wait, oh, there it's the glasses. the glasses. No, no, he had the glasses on before. Oh, then it was <laughs> so. I funny thing, I I shaved like on the twenty fourth. That's I think, it. So I, I shaved, like everything off because I was I was trying to like fix it up and I I made a couple bad, unrepairable mistakes and I'm like, Uh-oh. all right, forget it. So I just shaved the whole thing. Said- it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'll just go. I'll just go a little shorter here. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I'll just go a little short. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was basically what happened. So then I just shaved it all off, and, and I came down. And Tara's like, "Oh shit. Uh, well, your stocking is going to be a little confusing. <laughs> it was like all beard <laughs> stuff." <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Now, in fairness, I've had a beard for probably I don't know eight months. I don't know. I, I've just been keeping it. Trying to keep it in shape, but then I'm pretty pretty lax at the end of the year here. And obviously my hair is very long. So But and, you uh, sold your beard to buy her combs <laughs> and she sold her hair to buy you beard stuff. That's it's right. Such a sweet story. But <laughs> I sold my rubber ducky. I want to touch a little yeah, bit on what Nick said at I the do. beginning, where he said he shaved everything. <laughs> do you? Can we can we can we, wanna, can we start wanna, there? You want to touch on that? <laughs> I would love to <laughs> touch on that. Wow, okay. Can we play Guess What's in My Pants? <laughs> Listen, Fantastic. I didn't, I didn't shave my feet. Relax, all right? 
Mm, that would Whoa. really get him. That would really get him crazy. <laughs> wow. Now you're trying to just say me excited, Nick. You're doing this on purpose now. <laughs> of course, every time. It wouldn't be by accident. Everybody have a good Christmas. Everything uh, everything okay? Did you get any anything anything for the podcast? Any microphones, headphones, speakers, I, I, new uh, laptops, nothing. Nick is nothing. Winning at something. Nothing. I, Nick I, got a new I, server. Uh, I got I got some cool Islanders gear uh, from from my Secret Santa, who is my mom. So that was oh. pretty cool. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, I some beard stuff that I can't use for a bit until I get my beard. Um, I actually Tara me a really cool thing. Um, it's uh, it's like for smoking your putting it's like a your your drinks it's putting like yeah. a little um, thing over top and burning. A little bit, I guess, of whatever it is. I'm not sure. Does it look like a gun with like a hose attached yeah. to it? One of those? No, the, it has. It's actually like a piece that goes over top, and it has like a little, um, like a metal like catcher thing, like a little uh, like it's like, like a thimble. You put the stuff in, you you use a butane, light it, and then put the thing on top over top, and then smoke goes right into the drink, and they pull it off after however long you're supposed to do it to make you know cool nice. looking drinks and stuff. I haven't tried it with my bourbon yet, but I think I'm gonna try that later because that'll be it'll be fun to do that it's, it's it's amazing to me sometimes nick that you don't live in brooklyn <laughs> you would like be total hipster guy there's no question about it i probably would be <laughs> and i'd be yelling at all the hipsters that's the really bad part <laughs> uh, any, Although, did anything happen go ahead i'm sorry i would say right now but it's funny you said because i was looking in the mirror this morning or this afternoon after um to a shower and it was and my hair was poofed out and I'm like put my glasses on and I'm like man I look just like the guys from um uh well, the, the three brothers uh from uh the, the Hansons Hanson brothers I'm like I was like, I can be a Hanson brother right now <laughs> looking <laughs> real real Hansony you're you're very very versatile Nick very versatile yeah, yeah so you do. so there was discussion over the break, Nick, I want to bring you in on the discussion that we had. Um, my son Ryan for for Christmas got an official WWE championship belt, and this thing is holy crap! You know, you always see wrestlers Eddie. get hit in the face with these goddamn things. If if you hit somebody in the face with this belt, you could kill them. You could literally kill them. They are huge. I Holy, that real leather, the the button snaps on the back, and just the plates themselves that are on these things are ridiculous. So there was discussion about making a friends and rivals championship belt uh, and and having it go to the winner of a fantasy league uh, after uh, still probably starting next year. We would all chip okay. in and buy the belt. And uh, it would be presented either at Thanksgiving or at Christmas, depending upon who won. And um, and and that person would keep it for a year. What do you think? Done. Uh, I'm all, I'm in agreement. Uh, I ah. think I think we need more than four people if we do a fantasy league, though. That's the problem. We can invite some listeners. Listener. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. We have yeah. we can maybe reach out to some uh, some folks that we've uh, some loyal loyal listener. Maybe a few, but you would want to give our our fancy fantasy belt to a dirty, filthy listener. That's what I'm trying to. That I, I can't get past I that know. though. Uh, I mean, listen, that's kind of the the, the thing though. You you got to be good at this to 
to earn it. So, I mean, listen, if one of them did win it, <laughs> it would be riding the ground a little bit because the, the sheer width of the belt would touch the ground for <laughs> sure. Poor little Brian. What are you talking about? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Poor little Brian. No, but it's funny. Ryan tries, to put the, <laughs> Ryan tries to put the belt around his waist. It's like a fucking hula hoop around him. It's It really is hilarious. <laughs> Awesome. I'm all I'm yeah. in. Excellent. Well, I uh I was in New Jersey last week, freeze froze my ass off. Well, it wasn't okay, okay. It wasn't that cold. It was okay um by New Jersey's standards, but uh it, it sure was uh it sure was good to be home uh tomorrow or today rather. But anything exciting in the NHL happened over to Christmas break? I mean, I can't my my in-laws did not have the NHL network, so I was a little uh, jaded from watching the uh, World Junior Championship that's going on, at least the first part of it. Um, but I didn't really didn't catch up much. I mean, of course, I have the Twix and, and everything else, but I, I there was just so much shit going on um, that I really didn't have time. Did anything exciting happen? League-wide, the only thing I really recall in terms of something that caused a stir was one of the players apparently in one of the games recently was mic'd up. And after he high-sticked another player on a face-off, he admitted that it was intentional. <laughs> like, he went, they both went down for the face-off, and then with his high hand, he kind of hit the other guy in the face with a stick. And was then, this at the, was this at the, not um, at the winter classic? No, the winter classic. No, but, but then later admitted that it was kind of on purpose because this great. player that he hit had done something to one of his players earlier in the game. And apparently there is a rule that if a player is mic'd up and they say something incriminating, incriminating, it can't be used against them. <laughs> so even though he full-on admitted that he did it on purpose they can't find him for anything hmm. oh. i didn't mean to take my skate off and stab right. you in exactly. the leg but yeah you know, now i can't be fined for it this is fantastic oh that that's really yeah, yeah that's that's god. that's what was going around oh my god all right well, at least the uh, well, what was going on was the World Junior Championships. Now, I did not see a lot of the preliminary round robin games, um, but it did catch a little bit of the USA game today. Um, <coughs> boy, I, th I think the Rangers found something in Gabe Perot, huh? But even that, and not just him, but it's just that entire line from Boston College. What are they, thirteen three and one or something on the season at BC? Um, with the, I don't know the two other guys' names, but I know they were drafted ahead of, of Perot in, in, in last year's draft. Well, isn't the um, Fresh Prince one of them? Doesn't Will Smith go there? Yeah, Will Smith uh, and Le Brian Leonard. <laughs> Maybe his name's not <laughs> Brian, but I'm going to call him Brian Leonard. Brian. I think it's Leonard, Leonard, Smith, uh, Leonard and Smith Cohen. and Perot. Uh, and boy, oh boy, they're, they're, they're considered a third line on Team USA. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's wide open for them now, too, right? It's pretty much wide yeah. open. Canada was knocked out. And you, can you, what, 20 seconds left to go in the game? 
off a bad bounce. It was hilarious. Oh, they don't have Bedard. They don't have, have low uh, ratings in Fant- Canada. Fantil- yeah, Antonelli. They're uh, they're uh, they're hurting, I guess, for some of the high end talent to uh, to power them through some of those things. But Finland's always good, or Czech's always good. You know, Finland's going to be in the in the in the semis against right. the U.S. I got that mixed up, but. Hey, if you get that, if you get the, you fight that hard against Canada for the entire game, and then make it to the point where you are able to take the lead with that much time left, I mean, it's a hell of a kudos to the Czech team because they're obviously not going to be the favorite in that matchup. That's a pretty big, pretty big upset to see. So, well, they we'll were they happens. were tough to play against, right? The, they they brought the U Team USA to a, a shootout, right? Wasn't that the only team Czechian? I, th- I think it was Czechia that they played the, that the game went to the shootout. That is correct. That they did have a four-three win. Uh, the U.S. did go to shootout with them. So the the game after that was uh, Switzerland and Sweden. Does anybody know who won that game? Uh Sweden won. <laughs> Sweden, Sweden won overtime. Yeah. yeah. Does any? I mean, I have a couple of prospects left. Oh yeah. Does any, any everybody else does oh, yeah. as well? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know you do. I didn't no, know about Bill. Or... Bill think... Bill's not allowed to have prospects. They actually had Maybe somebody playing Nick. for Team Canada, but and Nick's, uh, and Nick's GM is Lou so he doesn't have any prospects. Wait, I don't have any first wait. round picks. First round picks. Ooh, 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 so ooh, that's ooh, what ooh. we don't have. Yeah. But so we have. Yeah, a... I mean, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry. So just to jump on that, I I also have two players on the U.S. team, both forwards, um, Quinn Finley and Danny Nelson. Quinn Finley was uh, drafted oh. third round, 2022, and uh, 78th overall. Nelson was our second round pick this year, in the 49th overall. They're both one goal, one assist through all the games. They're, they're averaging around 10, 12 minutes a game, basically. So they're getting good minutes. Um but uh, they're not producing at a high level here at this point. Um, uh, but, you know, in some of the games, obviously, there were some blowouts, but doesn't. I was I was surprised to see Finley even um, on the team. Uh, Nelson was happy to see him there. It's just they're both kind of their their. Uh, well, it's Finley's debut in the global stage kind of thing. Like, so the, uh, and then Nelson's had he played in the U8, U under 18 uh, World Championships last year. Um, so, you know, he was. He was doing pretty good there, but uh, obviously not his, uh, not not uh, not lighting it up this time around. But hey, he's uh, he's still developing. We'll see how he turns out. Um, but uh, hey, it's just good experience, you know. It's, I was I was I'm just happy to see two of our prospects in the, the semifinals. You know, it's good to see. Well, I, th- I think Nate, did, did they credit Nelson with that goal today? I know uh, yeah, Casey that was shot from the goal. point. Yeah, get off him. Up his leg. It was really uh, I just right place, right time, off your leg deflection in front of the net. Not a skill goal specifically, but <laughs> hey, you take it, you take it, you know. Absolutely, no question about it. Uh, and Bill, how's Casey doing? St. Joe's. St. Joe's today. Uh, glad that you brought that up. They uh, played number six St. John Vianney and won a thriller in overtime. Number six in the state. They knocked them off. Wow! Oh, to the St. Joe's Falcons. Yeah. Wow. Go. Did it go? What did they did they play this game in upstate New York? It seemed like any game I tried to get to last week, they were just. I mean, why did they play so many games so far away? Or is it just my dumb luck that week? 
Yeah, dumb luck because they had a tournament that was uh, played in all the games were played in Wayne last week, and then they had a road game uh, up in uh, Hackensack, and then uh, now today's game was in uh, at Jersey Shore Arena down in Wall Township against St. John Vianney on the road. That's not any closer. No, not really, but it's less of a pain in the ass to get to. This, yeah, I, I would this, definitely agree with that. Distance wise, probably the same, but you got to drive up to fucking Wayne or Hackensack. Fuck oh. that. Oh, what a fucking disaster. Uh-huh. What a disaster. Don't worry, Nick. You didn't miss much. It's okay. We were just hate my, bantering. In my stupid spot, my headphones turns off. That ends the call. <laughs> well, don't end the call. Yeah, don't hit that button. No, please don't do that again. Try not to. Thanks, guys. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're you're welcome. That, that's what we're here for. But since you turned it off and on, it should probably be working uh, optimally. It works. It's <laughs> great now. Fantastic. Better than before. Wait. Now, when you and Steve have shipped places on my Zoom calls. No. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Mine too. God yeah. damn it. God damn it. You know you can rearrange them, right? Uh, it's, it's such a hassle. It's just <laughs> click and drag. Really? Such, such a hassle. Such a hassle. I did it. Did really? I didn't know. It didn't that. work. Oh, it did work. Are we gonna? Are we gonna start? Imagine soon? that. Are we gonna start the podcast? Oh, soon? No, no. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. Uh, Billy's gonna go first. What? There you go. Second. So now you can kind of do that. Third. Yeah. Can... Now, no. Now I, I like this. This is good. I'm good. Thank, thank you for bringing up this new information to us. This is our new segment. <laughs> this Zoom really is. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom tech support. Check your Zoom settings. Uh, you yeah, accidentally yeah. log out. You can move everybody around just by Why clicking. Why do you sound like, like a movie, movie phone? phone? Yeah. What the hell? This is my tech support voice. What are you talking about? <laughs> we went right into Press the nine to get more. Now it's out. a little... Now it's a little Jerry Seinfeld-ish. <laughs> what's the deal? This is my tech mean? support voice. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> Why don't you cry about it? If anybody listen we, to this. We are. <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ. Let's take a ride in the Metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome, Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone or preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick and we will start with your 4-0-1 Pittsburgh Penguins this Ooh. week. Yeah, well, in the last 10, they're 7-1-2. Uh, and uh, 
that was good to bring them up from seventh place in the east to seventh place in the east. Not in the, east, in the uh, in the metro. Catapulting them. Uh, yeah, did nothing for them in the standings because they were so fucking far gone. Um, but you know, good week, uh, good good ten days, good ten games of hockey. I'll, I'll take it anytime. Uh, the Penguins. Um, Right up until tonight, which uh, I didn't get to see the first part of the game because I was watching that St. Joe St. John Vianney game. Um, but right up until tonight, over the last uh, several days, they've they've gotten great goaltending from both of their guys, not just Tristan Jari, but they've been actually preferring to go with Alex Nedeljkovic. For oh, Jesus uh, fucking Christ Almighty God good. in heaven, that's Pretty not good. how you say his fucking last name, Bill. No, he's got to, He's the he's the Penguins guy. He's got to know how to say the guy's name. You would think, but I like, but I Thank like, you. I like annoying Tom, Tom though. Um, yeah. So uh, before the break, uh, Delkovic um, actually got a, the last couple of starts uh, over Jari. So, uh, uh, and it wasn't because Jari was struggling uh, not until tonight, uh, but uh, it's just that Alex was playing that well. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so kudos to him. Uh, then, uh, you know, they, they, when I when I was looking at the schedule uh, when we last met, you know they they had the game against Carolina. They had two of the Islanders, both teams they could not beat last season. Um, I was not expecting great things, but uh, they actually won all three of those games. Um, you know the 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 game that they played uh, against the Islanders uh, on Long Island uh, right before Christmas was uh, a seven a seven nothing. They just smashed them. Um, and uh, you know you can't win a game seven nothing without no team loses seven nothing in the NHL without playing like absolute garbage. So there's there was there was an element of the Islanders just giving up. I mean the the goal they gave up after the timeout uh, to Gensel seconds after they had scored was ridiculous. Uh, should never happen like that. He, you know he came in on a breakaway, um, you know twenty feet ahead of anybody. So how that happens after timeout, you know. I, I can't I can't make excuses for the way the Islanders played. However, uh, for the Penguins' part, it was a game where they, you know, they they were all even strength goals, all seven, and they were really um, forechecking well. They were they were very relentless on the forecheck. They were forcing a lot of turnovers. They were working the puck. They had long shifts in the offensive zone, and it was like a callback to when the Penguins used to do that. Um, you know, uh, so it was it was good to see from from that standpoint. But again, like I, I can't excuse the the Islanders' effort in that one. Um, and then uh, they did come back a few days later and beat them again um, in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it was three to one or three to three two, three to one. Yeah. Um, so so it's been a successful uh, couple of weeks for the Penguins. Uh, although you know, like I said, it's not really helping them in the standings move up anywhere. I guess getting closer, sure, but but not really making any uh, making up any ground. Um, couple notes: Chris Letang. Uh, had some records set in that game against the Islanders, uh, five assists in one period uh, for a defenseman. First time that's ever happened um, in the NHL. Uh, his six assists overall for the game were uh, tied for the most in this millennium uh, with uh, Leon Dreisaitl, uh some years ago. So only the second time it's happened uh, since the turn of the century. Um, and, uh, you know, Eric Carlson, um, Eric Carlson's been interesting because he's been he's just not had the impact that you know I think the Penguins had hoped. Um, he is a plus thirteen for the season, but when you look at his points, like twenty four points I think tonight in thirty something games, 
you know, we, I don't think anybody expected him to be that hundred point guy again, you know, that that's like a, a career year, you know, that he had in San Jose, but I, I do think they were expecting uh, some somewhat closer to a point a game uh, than what he's been able to deliver. But I, I think as long as he's been a plus player, I think there's, you know, they're, they're able to be patient there. Um, Sidney Crosby tonight uh, went into number 12 on the all-time list uh, scoring. He just passed uh, Joe Thornton with the goal and an assist tonight. You should check out the goal he scored uh, tonight uh, flat on his back, batting the puck out of midair was kind of crazy. Uh, so highlight real goal there. Uh, and uh, so, so things have been going well for the Penguins. They, they did, you know, they went into tonight's game. They gave up four goals in the first period. They were down four, nothing. Uh, we're through two periods. Now they've, they've scratched their way back to being down four to three. So we'll see how the rest of that game goes. Uh, so that's been the Penguins. Even New Jersey devils. They, they just don't seem to be able to want to put a streak of more than three games, either won or lost in a row this season. It's pretty weird. It's just, you know, win one, lose two, win three, lose one, win two, you know, it's just back and forth. So uh, three and two during the hiatus wins over Detroit, Columbus and Ottawa losses to Boston and Edmonton. And, and it's the same things that are getting, that are, get, you know, causing issues, giving up the first goal, Poor defensive zone coverage. Goalie's not coming up with a timely save. Um, and, you know, just continued inability to win the second half of back-to-backs as well. They, they've had six this season. They've won the first game five times and lost the second half of it every time. So in the second half of back-to-backs, they've won just one game. Um, giving up the first goal in 25 of 35 games this season, you're just not going to win much consistently when you're going down so early um schmid was sent down they called up dawes dawes got the win over ottawa um jack three points that night uh mercer and luke seemed to be heating up luke was the uh, luke hughes was the nhl's third star this week so hopefully he can keep it up and the only only other thing of note is timo meyer is out again um of course he's still undergoing evaluation so we don't know for how long um it's not a re-aggravation of his previous injury it was and i quote deemed a kind of medium body body injury medium uh what? So not upper body not medium. lower body they got medium a, medium body they got so it's his ball, vagina this is a vagina. That's a great, great question. It could be uh, in that general vicinity. Um, not here so much. Not, not so much here or here. here but uh, week ahead, right they've got uh, Washington tomorrow on Wednesday, Chicago at home on Friday, and then Vancouver on Saturday on on Saturday at home. So again, back to back this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Let's see if they can buck the trend of not being able to win both halves. Nick Icelanders. So the Isles have had last two, two weeks uh, about a two, two and one, uh, I guess, stretch. And interestingly, um, the Isles have only had four regulation losses in the last 22, both two of the four came in the last two weeks against the Penguins, both. 
Uh, Penguins are their number right now. And uh, it wasn't more evident than in the 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 seven nothing loss against uh, the Penguins or uh, a few a few games ago. But uh, it's been a uh, pretty much kind of like that stat. Just kind of is really how they've, I've I've been watching the Isles. They've been this this year. They've just been somehow winning games or getting um, game making to make it to the overtime, losing in overtime. But the overtime losses are just it's a point neither way. So it, it just doesn't matter. And it, it just keeps them in, in the race really uh, pretty well. And, you know, if they could do better in the shootout, they'd probably be close to the first place. Um, but they can't win a shootout for shit. So this week, uh, or past two weeks ago, last two weeks, uh, at Washington, 3-2 overtime loss. Um, not a shootout. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, couldn't, uh, couldn't win that one in OT. Um, that was off the back to back, uh, the game before, uh, I don't remember the game that was off the back to back of that was the, that was a win over Oilers to Oilers. That was the game that was the, the we were recording that night. Um, I wouldn't the Isles beat the Oilers that night three, one. So there was an off the back to back. They went from Edmonton straight, uh, from home to Washington, uh, lost in overtime. Not anytime I'm back to back, I'm never concerned. Honestly, like that's always, yeah, that's always like a, a, a bonus win to me if you win on the back to back. But then uh, we had a, a massive uh, win in Carolina where I was in person to see uh, actually uh, happen. So I was super excited to actually go to one game uh, this year. Uh, just happened to all work out. Uh, it was on the 23rd. So two days before Christmas, Tara's like, why don't you go with your, you know, with your dad? I'm like, cause since my dad was in town, I'm like, that's a good idea, but I got to bring the boys. So, uh, it ensued a, a, uh, about an hour and a half of trying to figure out tickets and where to get them and where to be. Cause nothing's in four in a row. And long story short, we ended up finding, uh, basically right behind the, the, the Carolina side of the, the uh, net behind the, for the, you know, for the, uh, pregame, um, two and two, uh, you know, like five rows down from each other. Um, and so we put, we put the boys down. They were like, I don't know, row J. So it's oh, wow. great. Yeah. We were like row L or whatever. Um, it's and, uh, rows, so we were five rows. So they were further down than that. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever rows, it was five apart. So, but they're pretty close. They were only a few rows back from the, um, the whatever seats, you know, it's like the, they cut it off. Club, like they, whatever club. club what, yeah. Yeah. It's like the, you know, expensive side. So anyway, it was great. Um, they weren't cheap, but Hey, it was fun. And it's when, you know, when you get to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, it was a five, four win uh, back and forth, probably one of the best games I've ever been to just in general and to have them win over time or in regulation, but just have them win the game was, was great, but it was a, just back and forth game, and it was a fun game to be to be at. Pack crowd, and which made it really also kind of yeah. funny. I thought I thought it'd be like a, a, an empty night. I'm like, ah, it's two days before Christmas. You know, no, no one's going to this game. It's Saturday. Everyone's <laughs> probably shopping. Well, how was how wrong was I? So you know, uh, fifty or forty dollars for ticket or for parking. I can't even tell you how much I paid. I honestly, I was, we should have eaten before. We got to yeah. the place because because I'll yes, tell you, you that, should. Was, that was that was brutal. 
Like so, they they they've been putting in new places in the Carolina. And this is a little bit of a of a, a side here, but they put a bunch of new places or in the for eat there, and mostly like local places. But they did put a Chick Fil A inside there, and my boys saw Chick Fil A and they're like, "Got Chick Fil A." We get Chick Fil A, <laughs> and I'm like, "It's probably the cheapest thing here, so let's do that." Well, let me tell you, it was more expensive to eat for two people at Chick Fil A than it was to park there. Oh, I think God. I spent like. I think I spent 48 bucks on two chicken sandwiches, two french fries, and two drinks. And that was, there's no combo. It's just like, oh, yeah, sure. All a la carte. French fry, $18 sandwich, $6 a drink, whatever it was. It was absurd. It was, it ended up being like 48 bucks. I was like, you got to be kidding me for two people. And so that was, that was fun. Um, We ate like, you know, some crappy food in the, I think me and my dad got like, he got like a pretzel, some wings, and some uh, so like a mini pizza. We just kind of shared that that stuff, and you know, we got yada. Kids got ice cream. I mean, it was an expensive night, but it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, had a great time with that one, and then uh, followed up with the loss to the Penguins, which Billy uh, summed up really well. Um, six goals in the second period. Uh, five of those uh, were assisted by by. Uh, 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 not Latang, um, Erickson, Car- Carlson, and uh, so that was no, obviously. It was Latang. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Latang. <laughs> it was Latang. Right? I was for the first time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my brain skipped for a moment there. Latang, but seriously, five assists in a, in a period is nuts. If you think about it, I mean, that's it's pretty pretty crazy. So, <laughs> he was on the ice and had a, a helper on five of the six goals. So I think that's more the point of the story is. Look at what happened there. The Isles did not show up in that, that game, specifically the second period, clearly, and just gave up, and it was a mess. Now, they re- rebounded pretty well, played a fantastic game at home two nights later against the Capitals, won 5-1. to one. Should have been a shutout. Uh, one of those power plays in the last minute and, you know, scored a meaningless goal to break the shutout for Sorokin. But uh, basically, uh, uh Perfect turnaround. Like, hey, we, we, we shit the bed one game, come back. And I, I was thinking about it, too, is, like, can you imagine how many people were off and, like, went to that game? I mean, I know how much I spent for the Carolina game doing the same thing in New York and spending a ton of money to see your team lose 7 nothing. Whew, brutal. So then we turn around and win 5-1, to one, uh, just much better game. And then uh, then a couple nights later, lose to, to Penguins again. It was really a 2-1 game, empty netter, made 3-1, much better game. Uh Goaltenders were, were much better in this game, and you know, Isles were obviously played much better than the seven nothing loss. But right now, the Penguins have their number. They're going to have to figure out how to how to uh, play up against the Penguins and and get better against that type of team. Uh, right now, they're up two one against Colorado uh, in Colorado as part of a three game start of a three game road trip, which hopefully uh, will help them kind of get through, get it out of their system with that that kind of two losses in regulation they've had. Um, in the last uh, week and a half or so. And they, like I said, outside that, previous, you know, 19 or so games, 18 games, they only had two regulation losses. That's a ton of points. So that's, you got to keep piling those up because the Metro is looking really tight, really tight. And I say that it's, it's second place is Carolina with 44, seventh place is Pittsburgh with 40. That's, Outside of New York and the Rangers and the Blue Jackets, who are the outliers, four points separate second and seventh in the Metro. It's a, it's a knife fight. 
it's just crazy to see the devils and penguins at the bottom of that um with the flyers above i mean it's and capitals somewhere in the wet and there i I just it feels like this is going to be a really interesting second half of the season um to see where everybody kind of goes we're getting there we're not there yet but it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting but i just don't see how the metro how many teams are going to be able to get out of the metro and into the playoffs if, if they keep stuff like this but we'll see how it goes um some notes uh Isles have uh, a couple of guys still still injured. Pulak and Pelic are still on the LTI until LTIR. Um, Pulak was not on the LTIR; he was on IR, and they they moved him over for some. It sounded like just movement and caps cap reasons. I think they crew more money uh, if I if I'm not mistaken when they're for for LTIR purposes. So he wasn't going to play anyway. He's not skating with the team yet. Pelic is skating. Um, in the morning workouts, and he might be doing some about by himself stuff. Uh, he he's not quite there yet. Mayfield's in the lineup tonight. Mayfield's back from his his stint, so that's good. He took over uh, Aho's spot. And what's going to happen when when Pulak comes back will be interesting because there's a glut of defensemen now uh, since we had to bring on uh, Riley and um, Bertuzzo with uh, Pelican Pulak out for long term. So uh, Riley's played really well. Portuzo has been fine, but it likely is Bolduc and Portuzo will probably both go down or, you know, be passed through waivers or, you know, sit some games. I can't imagine they'll sit or, you know, uh, replace Riley, who's been playing really well um, for the Isles since bringing him on. And then obviously you can have just hopefully Pulak and Pelic back in the next you know, month or so. But Pelic definitely... Uh, soon he's skating. He's on this trip, and maybe he'll make an appearance. But I get the feeling he's probably here with the trip just to skate and get the get back into rhythm of things, and then be back in the next next home game, hopefully. And then we'll see what happens uh, with Pulak if he's going to be back later this month. So that's the uh, that's the story. I, I wanted to talk so positively about the Rangers in the segment tonight, but their their game tonight just. Uh, just puts a fucking damper on all of that. All of it. You know, you guys bitch and moan about your back-to-backs. Rangers are 6-0 and in back-to-backs uh, on the season. So it can be done. They've had three? Have, have faith in your – no, they have, they've had six. They are 6-0 so, and on the second nights of back-to-backs. Oh, okay. That's – Sorry. Let me it's let me say that so you can that, so. so you can understand what I was talking about. I, I mean those those games before the before the Christmas break with with um, with Edmonton and and Buffalo uh, seemed like a, a a distant memory. Um, you know that that Edmonton game where they lost four to three wasn't even that close. That was a, a period of time, and I guess it's all about when you play certain teams, right, and how they're playing. Because when the Rangers played Edmonton in Edmonton. Edmonton was a different team than, than what we saw in New York. And they, they came back against the Islanders the night before, uh, and they did it exactly the way Nick laid it out on our podcast that week. Um, uh, how they came back against the the Islanders is exactly the way they came back against the Rangers. Um, you know, minus the Will Cooley goal with, you know, a, a, a second and a half left on the clock in the game. That, that was basically a 4-2 loss to the Edmonton Oilers. And then, you know, you struggle against the Buffalo Sabres team. Uh, you win it in overtime. 
but it just, you know, you win going into a break and it just puts positive vibes on your entire break. And even when you come back and that trend, it it certainly (laughs) does. It certainly does. And and you talked at nauseum about that, you know, the last podcast about the penguins never going to the break, any, anything positive. It's always a lot. Mark my words. Actually, it was that was just on our text string. I didn't even bring that up on the podcast that they have a, you, a nine-game I losing streak now, going into breaks, going back to 2018. But go ahead. I knew I heard it somewhere. <laughs> but they come out of the break and they beat the Caps five-one. And there, there's a lot of positives now going into into Florida, where they lose a, a game against the Panthers um, on the 29th, where Bobrovsky played a really solid first two periods. And that's when the Rangers had their opportunity to score and they didn't. And then they go and muscle a Tampa Bay lightning team. Then the next night um, to really end the calendar year on, on positive vibes. Now tonight's game against Carolina. This was kind of a revenge game. I think for the Rangers against Sebastian Ajo for fucking injuring Adam Fox, the last time they played. And it looked like they were head hunting from the drop of the fucking puck. And if you're going to do that, go out and fucking headhunt and beat the shit out of them and drop your gloves within the first five minutes and then start playing fucking hockey. And they never played hockey tonight, period, end. They were chasing the puck all night and allowing Carolina to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And it's really, really disheartening to, to see them play like that because they're a hell of a lot better team than what they showed tonight. Um. I don't know. I'm just I'm just really pissed off at this fucking game tonight. And if you're gonna play that way and you're gonna lose that bad toward the end of the game, make it an all-out fucking brawl at the end of the game and at least get something out of it. And they didn't even fucking do that. They just fucking rolled over. And if I'm Laviolette, I am fucking making them skate their asses off in practice tomorrow night. And nobody was good tonight. Nobody. And it, it's just terrible. And, and Bill, I know you talked about your your third and fourth line from last year, um, but this year you need your depth scoring, and they've gotten that from VZ a little bit on, on occasion. Um, they have gotten it from Will Cooley on occasion. Th- those guys are not, you know, there to 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 score some points. But you got you got players in Benino, and you got players in in Barkley Goudreau that are you know making money. And not producing. Goudreau is one for three on the season, playing every single game. Um, and Benino is, I think, even less than that. And they're both minus players. So you you need something out of your out of your third and fourth lines, and they're not getting that secondary scoring. The Brodzinski whole thing, I think, you know, I he needs to be changed just for the change, just for a change, just to get new blood in the lineup and maybe Enstrom, maybe not so much with Offman yet, but maybe calling back Enstrom who played well in the last game that he played. Um, maybe it's just throwing a body in there just for the sake of change, something to mix up that third and fourth line because they can't continue to not produce. And it seems like the only way that those, those players produce is when they play up in the lineup, when Cooley is on maybe getting power play time or playing up on a, on a second or a third or a second line. Seems like that's when they're getting their opportunities to score, but something's got to be done with that with the bottom tier scoring, and it's just nothing but negative right now. This this loss tonight leaves a big fucking taste of negativity in my mouth, and it's gonna piss me off until Thursday when they play the Blackhawks. Um, then they go up 
for uh, probably Hockey Night in Canada game in Montreal on Saturday night before returning home next Monday against the Vancouver Canucks. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong bell. Wait, wait, hold on. Bill, are you watching the game? Or are you, are you are you watching what is that hotness going on on the ice right now? <laughs> Holy shit. There's, I I'm watching with the sound off so I'm not exactly sure where that came from but there was I, I, not either. But there was the cast for 80 for Brady but they were all in the uh, um you know penguins gear. Oh, uh, was that what it was? Was it 80 for Brady? Oh my god. No, that's just what they looked like. I really have no okay. idea what it was. It's a bunch of old <laughs> women uh in a Zamboni, maybe a a fake Zamboni probably. <laughs> um okay yeah that's uh, it's, a, it's a visual gag we'll have to move on yeah um, sorry what the fuck <laughs> in which round of the nhl entry draft did the nashville predators draft goaltender pekka rene 69th um, round ah that's hot no <laughs> there's there's not that many rounds in the uh, uh it's a trick yeah. question he was undrafted Oh, undrafted a, free agent signing. I like that answer, but it's it's incorrect. No, the he was actually. I'm gonna say third round, 69th pick overall. Ooh, I like that you're even going for the pick, but uh, it was not the uh, the third round, not the third round at all. Number one overall, clearly, mm, clearly the Pietro was... uh, level of goaltender. Uh, he was. Uh, not a number one overall pick. I'm going to uh, say the ninth, the ninth round. They don't go up to nine rounds. Tenth I round. think. Uh, no, no, not the tenth round either. What? Eleven. What the hell did this happen? That's not a tenth. Um, that's <laughs> grammatically not correct. Uh, it was not. <laughs> You're not correct. Eleventeenth. <laughs> Just for that, I got a nick to the fourth box. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he got downgraded. I know how to do that on Zoom. <laughs> so it's not first, and it's not third. Nope. Sixth round. No. Fifth round. No. Fourth round. That's the one. Nick got it. <laughs> fourth round. He was drafted in the fourth round. Why that's a trivia question is why the is... fuck do we care? I know, really. <laughs> Book is Yeesh. so stupid. We really do need to come out with a friends and rivals the trivia book because that one's terrible. Oh, uh, yeah. But it, it probably the rest of the season with it. <laughs> it probably sold a hundred thousand copies of yeah, that book. It probably did. Um, Unbelievable. Dare I ask where the next segment is taking us? <laughs> and now it's time for Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Bravo podcast. We're going to the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 Questions Power Play. The rules are simple. The group is two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player, person associated with one of the four Friends and Rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions 
or the power play has expired. The group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. This player associated with the New Jersey Devils. Yes. Is this player associated with the New York Rangers? No. Is this person associated with the New York Islanders? No. Person associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins? No. Ooh, pressure is on. Is this a yes. current Devils player? No. Be. Player won a cup with the New Jersey Devils. Did not. Did this, this player, player pl- go ahead, Bill? This player uh, uh, is this Devil. Was this a player in the 2000s? Yes. Did this player play forward? Yes. Player right-handed? Uh, no. Was this player this... Canadian? Yes. Did this player also spend time on another team? Yes. What the fuck are these questions? We're out of practice. Did this player win a, did this player win a cup with another team? Yes. So many options here. There's just way too many. Yeah. Patrick Elias Swayze. Uh, <laughs> no. No, no, that's not the way it works, Bill. Oh. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Left-handed Canadian 2000s. No cup. No cup well, with the Devils, a, but he not, did no win cup a with cup. The devil. And it's only a devil, right? You said? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Holy fuck. Shit. Not a current player. Look at my chops. No. This this player playing the in the nineteen nineties. Yes. Read it so then signed by the devils. There are just so many. Yeah, I don't. Guys are are blanked. What's going on, man? No questions. Yeah, I don't know anybody who's going to fit this criteria. But yeah. Brendan Shanahan. No, nope. no, you didn't fucking play with the fucking Rangers. All right, last guess. It's all you, Put Steve. Steve. All Steve. Oh, it's all Steve. Yeah, it's yeah. Devils. You, you um, guess. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I have well, no well, idea. Don't can... say, don't say you have nothing yet. Is it? Is Learn it Claude out. Lemieux? Nope. Yeah, I got oh, nothing. Nope. You won a cup with the Devils. I know. I got nothing. Yeah. Well, then why would you say Claude Lemieux? Because he's got nothing. Are you not listening? And then he's being forced to take a guess. You know what? You're going in the fourth position now, Bill. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> what put the me fuck? down there. <laughs> the, the guess was Doug Gilmore. Dougie. Played the two thousands. Played he played into the two thousands. That was that killed you. He really played earlier than that, but he got. I he did the focus 2000s. way into like the two thousands. I yeah. didn't even go. You, you you guys asked terrible questions. Is he left handed? Thank you. 
We haven't played half the game the in six league. weeks, Nick. Sorry. You, was he you... Canadian? Oh, oh man. Another That's stupid like fucking question. 60% of the league. Why wouldn't that help us, though? Two thousands? What are we supposed to ask? They finally, I think Tom finally said 90s. And I'm like, you could ask more questions like, Did, should we have asked, in the 90s? does his name should have asked the 80s? Did he, play, <laughs> did he play for a team in the East? Did he win a couple of the East? I don't know. A lot of questions you guys. Where did he win a couple? Anyway. Yeah, where did he Calgary. win? He went, yeah, Calgary. Yeah. Like, Calgary. When he was really young. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. Calgary. But who did he play for? What? In the 2000s? Really? He played 2020 up to 20, 2001, 2002. He played in Montreal. He finished his career in uh, Montreal, then got traded to Toronto as part of that year. Half like, you gave me a million dollars. I couldn't game. have told you that he played in Montreal. Yeah, he played last yeah. year predominantly. Never he played known one. That. He played one game in, in Toronto, so I'm guessing he got traded. And traded then, back just so he could retire a, a Leaf. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why else take him back? <laughs> I guess they weren't making the they make the playoffs that year, 2002, 2003. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs that year, so he went back there for probably that last game. Why on we, earth did you pick Doug Gilmore? Did we ask? Doug Gilmore. So the Flames and Leafs pulled off a blockbuster trade today in 1992 as Calgary sent Doug Gilmore, Rick Natras, Jamie McCoon, Ricky, Rick Walmsley, and Kent Manderville to Toronto for Gary Lehman, Michael Petit, Craig Berube, Jeff Brees, and Alexander Godnick. <laughs> Back in the day when he traded 17 players for 17 <laughs> players. Gilmore was the centerpiece of the trade. He scored 131 goals, 452 points, and 393 game, in 393 games for the Leafs be, before being moved to the Devils in 1997. With w- you hear some of the names w- that went back to fucking Calgary? Jesus Christ, what the hell were they thinking? Trades were awesome back before salary. They're crazy. Oh man. Yeah, they just sell a million guys for like, million guys. We're like, we're gonna send guys, a third of uh, our team to you for a third of your team. Yeah, I mean, pretty. Those you look by those. Look at the Lindros trade. It's just like a trade like that can never happen again. It's just mind-boggling. So you guys are zero for one players. to start the year. Fuck yeah! Finally got hey, one on you guys. Hey. It's been. It's been weeks since I got one over you. Well, well uh, okay. Oh, lady, here it is. Shit. <laughs> Can't are, are we are we sticking with this for for the long term now, or do you want to mix it up? I am working on a new segment for impressions. Oh, oh boy, boy! I just got to get it to make it make be a little better before I can try it out, and we'll see. It wasn't Can't tonight's. <laughs> it's going to be an impression. Okay. It'll be shorter. Definitely shorter. I like it. I like we'll it. We'll see how it goes. I lo- we'll see. I like it. All right. Let's go to this date and Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Can you start saying, 
Can you start saying, can we can we start going to what's in Steve's stomach? Let's see what's in Steve's stomach. Can we change the name of the segment? Why? I, I don't know. You, you don't like it? I like it. What do I guys. say? What do I say? Let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Yeah. Can't you just go to let's see what's see let's see what's in Steve's stomach? Well, I have to bring in the date somehow to this. Okay, fine. All right, let's go see what's in Steve's stomach on this particular date in the year of our Lord, 2018. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. See how awful that yeah, sounds? Yeah, no, that's terrible. You're right. Day by day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go to November 14th of 2018. <clears throat> November 14th, 2018 was a Wednesday. Wednesday. Breakfast was a can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, two mini Milky Ways, and a few combos. Lunch. Oh, wait, wait, a, wait, wait, wait. What, what kind of combos? Wait, is it just cheddar cheese, pepperoni cheese, pizza? Yeah, just what do you standard got? cheddar cheese and crackers. Cheddar cheese. And crackers. Combo, combos. Milky Way? Two little Milky Ways. Yeah, probably left over from Halloween. <laughs> Yeah. That's how is that lunch? I, that's breakfast. It wasn't lunch. It was breakfast. Yeah, sorry. Relax, Nick. Breakfast. Lunch. Lunch was a grilled chicken Caesar salad wrap from Wawa and a 20 ounce Coca-Cola Zero. Dinner was spent with the lovely George Ronka in Jersey City as he was visiting oh. at his hotel. Uh wings, a southern fried chicken sandwich, French fries, and a diet soda. Uh, Tom, why did you pick Wednesday, November 14th in the year 2018? Did you say you went to George Harunka's hotel room? In his At his hotel. I didn't say his hotel oh. room. Oh. I heard hotel oh. room. I heard hotel yeah. room. That would have been. We're going to have to listen maybe, back. We don't need between, a room for that. Between Nick Shave and everything, <laughs> and now you going into men's hotel room? Well. If I was going into anyone's hotel room, it is, would be George Harunka's. It, I I totally agree, hundred percent. This is Billy. These these guys are sexy. All right, let's face November it. I, I think all of us would go for George over. Yeah, uh, over yeah. oh, who? Fin finish Ooh, that yeah, sentence. Geez. No, I think I fuck you. Fuck you. Finish that sentence. No, finish that sentence. Over anybody else on this podcast, for That's sure. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, actually, November. Really, do you guys? You get and you have to let me know if you remember this or not because this is a, a, a complete New York thing. On uh, November 14th, 2018, um, reported from CBS, a Jets fan gets a DWI and he blames it on the Jets. I drink too much because the Jets suck, he says. Uh, the Jets are struggling pretty bad this season. Um, the Jets are on their bye for the upcoming weekend. They have won just three of their first 10 games. They've been outscored four by 46 points, which ranks 25th in the NHL. Jets week 10 loss to Buffalo was unquestionably their worst game of the season. Buffalo had a, had been dreadful all season and uh, and had easily the worst offense in football coming into the game. Yet the Bills hung an incredible 41 points on the Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets winning the game by more than four touchdowns. It was bad, folks, so bad that it apparently drove a 57-year-old New Jersey man to heavily 
drinking. Uh, Wayne, uh, Wayne police say 57-year-old Christopher Greystock of West Milford was charged after he rear-ended another vehicle around 5.15 p.m. on Sunday. The crash came about an hour after his team's uh, 41-10 loss to the Buffalo Bills. The best part, though, was Greystock's explanation of what happened. Uh, Gray, sho Gray shock, not stock, Gray shock. Uh, who reportedly had an open bottle of whiskey in his car and was suspected of possessing marijuana as well, apparently told responding officers, I drink too much because the Jets sucks. Um, folks, not even the Browns have been uh, bad enough in recent years to be blamed for a fan's DWI. Grayshock, by the way, was also charged with assault by auto. Shit. Uh, so he got. Uh, so he's got that going for him. The Jets. Well, at least it can't get worse. That's right, buddy. Don't worry, because because they have such a shitty season. By the end of the year, they're going to draft the quarterback that's going to turn it all around. That's don't right. worry. Um, this is why I don't drink after watching the Jets play. It all. The article also states that he did come. No, so we're good. <laughs> so we're good with that. That's what happened November 14th, 2018. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. He came on fireman at also <laughs> all over. All over them. If this was in, this happened on a Wednesday, or this, uh, this probably would have happened on reported. Tuesday. It was reported on a Wednesday, yeah. So that means the guy went on like a forty-eight hour drinking binge. If the well, game was on no, a Sunday, uh, the article did state that it happened about an hour and a half after the game. So it, oh, okay. the, it made the papers on Wednesday, but it happened on Sunday. Gotcha. For that poor schmuck. Don't worry, guy. It'll get worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah well yes. the, the, the last line of the article was it can't get much yeah well it can bud it, it can it and it did it time. can it get worse by just prolonging it for for infinity it, it it boggles my mind how the giants have a better draft are in a better draft position than the jets this year yeah well it shouldn't because the, de the defense is is solid but you know the offense was such a mess that it didn't matter. You can't. You, it wasn't good enough. Like you know, like the. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're tricking. I'm am done talking about them. Yes, I'm talking Jets. Let's not do that. Let's well, do hey, that congratulations to Art Anisimov, who signed a professional tryout with the Hartford Wolfpack today. Thirty-five-year-old Artem Anisimov. I hope he never plays a game for the Rangers. God, please. If he does, we're in deep shit. Just like Blake Wheeler playing top six minutes is bad for the Rangers. Bad, 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 bad for the Rangers. You wouldn't want him in, in for Benino, who you're just complaining about? I mean, like, but well, by the uh, way, why did you take Benino after he failed as a third, fourth line guy with the Penguins? <laughs> was just be, because he is our fourth line center. 
but because Heedle is injured and <clears throat> may never ever play again, he is now our third line center. Yikes. Yes, very, very bad. Yeah, That's why the Rangers are going to sacrifice somebody at the trade deadline for a, a third line center. Yeah, I'll I'll take Perot for Gensel. I mean, let's well, do it. can Gensel play center? Yes, he can. He no, he, he cannot. He came up as he came up no. as a center. I don't care. He's he, not they weren't going to put him at center with the with Malkin yeah. and Crosby. He's a wing. Speaking a wing. of speaking of trades, uh, word is that Mike McLeod is on the trading block, I, right? I heard that. Which is fine because his value is never going to be higher than it is right now. And I'm it's, sure... It, Go ahead. Is, isn't he valuable to your team, especially at, at, at the face-off dot? He's valuable, He's number but I think, one in the NHL on face-offs. I think Hala can be just as... Maybe not number one, but I think Hala can be just as successful in the dot. Or do you the, think you they're know, getting he, rid of him before shit goes down? I think they're going to get rid of him. Is that where yeah. you're going? And his value is high. But is there a team that's in – like he's obviously going to be traded to a playoff contender. That's who's going to be looking for a role player like that. No, like a million a million one five. He doesn't is make he? that much. Yeah. So, But he's obviously going to go to a playoff contender, right, because they're going to be looking for a role player like that, a penalty killer and face-off specialist. Yep. Yep. The Devils need goaltending. Is there a playoff contender that's going to trade – their backup goalie in a deal to get Mike McLeod. Like, I just don't think it's, I don't it think depends that's on how bad the Devils want to get rid of him. Depends on how oh. bad the Devils want to get rid of him. You'd have to add to that to make it work realistically. Yeah. I mean, you have to add, and, and the Devils have. It's you know, it's can, not, it's not the devil side of it. I'm confused about it. It's the other side. Who's going to want to trade a goalie. Nobody's you nobody's going to trade you a goalie for Michael McLeod. No, not even right. if they it's added. It's just not happening. Even if they added other things to it, who's going to want to give up a goalie during a playoff run? Well, the Hurricanes would not, give you Ranta. A team that's not in the playoffs, respectively. That would be it. But yeah, and he's not going to a team. Nobody that's not in the playoffs is going to trade for him. No, it's not like the Blackhawks are beating guy. down the door. He's not the target. The target. So, if you're trading for a goalie to a team that's not making the playoffs, you have to trade a prospect or a prospect plus 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 uh, draft picks, right? Yeah, or it would it picks. would be like Nemich and Never. McLeod or or well, or Casey Nemich, and McLeod for somebody. I don't think I don't think Nemich is going to go in that kind I, of. Move. Yeah, I get what you, I get. What you're I, saying. I don't either. I get what you're saying though. But it would have to he be would be the like, valuable second piece in the trade, and not the primary piece. Right, I could. See but, that. If he, I still but if he, but if he, but if he does go at the deadline around March, you know, March eighth, then he he's going for picks, picks or or prospects or just a money dump for you to do something else. It's not going to be a money dump because, like I said, he's not. He doesn't make anything for it to be. Yeah, but it. look, but look what the fucking Lightning gave up for. Fucking forget oh, for Hagel. They, didn't they give up like two, two first three seconds? Yeah, something. Stupidly crazy. Yeah, no. If they get if they get a if they get some decent picks, I could see it. But they need they but need goaltending. A, they need goaltending. But there's a lot of value at McLeod right now, especially in the third or fourth line. Role. Yeah, he's there's he's, a lot of value for him. It's not going to be much better yeah. than it is right now. Right, and I was I was even thinking about it. You know, after the game Pearl had today for the World Juniors, I don't know if I'm. It, is it is it worth trading? A guy that could potentially be a number one center for 
a chance at a cup. Like if we traded Perot for Gensel and, and included him in, in a package for Gensel yes, to please. come over here. Yep. I know I know you'd right. be very high on that, Bill. I, I get that. We're we're all in agreement. <laughs> but I mean that that's just that's just old Ranger mentality. That's training fucking Tony Amante for Stefan Matteau. Hey, well, that's exactly what I'm and, and that's exactly why I think they're gonna trade him because it you've got in him, he's probably better than Caco or Lafreniere. <laughs> your your number one and number two picks from recent years. And and so yes, I think the Rangers are going to deal them in it. You know, I think I think they're going to turn. Uh, yeah, they they would never they would never let that prosperity happen. It'd be so upsetting. It'd be so upsetting if they do do that. You do, do do. I do, do do. I do do, because I I don't think I don't think Hedl's coming back this year. He, they sent it back to Czechia, um, or. The Czech Republic. What is it? Is it Czechia? My, Czechia. My, Czechia. Yeah, you're right. The Czech Czechia. Republic would be wrong. Billy, um, can you check you the, the, the stats on that one? <laughs> That's not mathematical. I don't have to check that. Yeah. Who's our grammatics guy? Certainly not Nick. Guy. Not me. It's not Nick. 11th. It's not Nick. Nettle Jakovic. Don't Come ask on. me. <laughs> Billy's look good with words. Come on. Yay, yay, yay. Billy's the wordsmith if it's written down. <laughs> Can you just write it down? <laughs> yeah, when you can, I can write and spell correctly. It doesn't mean I can pronounce any of it. But I don't think Hedo's coming back, and that opens up the Rangers' trade deadline because they're not a, they don't have any cap space. They're not going to have any cap space, and the only cap space that they're going to have is to LTIR Hedo for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Kako's coming back before the end of the year. He might be back uh, right after the All-Star break. So um, I think Hedo's your only opportunity to – to at least do something at the deadline. Does that involve Gensel? Does that involve somebody like McLeod? But it, it's obvious that the Rangers need <clears throat> also some defensive depth as well. So they got a lot of they have a lot of pieces for a team that's you know leading the NHL. They have a they have a lot of things to do right. at the deadlines to make them whole to, to make them up. deeper for the Deep, pl- yeah. for the playoffs. I was also uh, I wanted to bring this up during Nick's section, um, but I I saw what you saw Nick, and I was looking at the standings earlier today. I I think two teams from the Metro are going to make the playoffs in those wild card spots. I don't think that Detroit. Who knows? Detroit's got a lot of cap space. They could do something to bolster, you know, their lineup. Yeah, they already did with Patrick Kane, right? Uh, but I I don't know. I just don't. I don't have any faith in Detroit and and. May the stars shine brightly on you, Detroit, because we're talking shit on your team. Because um, it, it seems to happen with, with every fucking team that we do. Um, well, we started talking shit on Carolina. Now they're up to, what, number two in the in the Metro now? Uh, but I just don't see Detroit. Detroit is, would be the only team, right? From the Atlantic that could pose a threat to, the metro, to the, one of the Metro teams. Yeah, let me look at it again. But yeah, I mean, it's and they're and they're at thirty eight points. Montreal and I mean, or well, fucking Buffalo, my God, and and Ottawa's. I mean, Ottawa's even worse than Carol and worse than fucking Columbus. So the only Red it's Wings, it's to tr- I don't know or, yeah, or Tampa. Been on I'm a, sorry, Tampa. Been on a, sorry, Red Wings have been on a, a you know kind of a downswing 
I didn't think they were making the playoffs. I think they're still too young. There's too many good teams in the East. But it's just, I mean, listen, Atlanta could implode even worse. I mean, look, Senators, Sabres, Sabres I thought would be better. I thought they would make the step this year. But they have, they're 38 games played and they're they're below 500. I mean, they're not looking like the team. And they're, they're ne- a minus 21 is pretty bad. Pretty, 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 <laughs> pretty bad. Uh, I mean, they're, yeah, but, I really, but if you look at what, but if you look at Washington, they're minus 17. I know, but there's so a goal differential doesn't account for a lot because you have it, games it where you beat, where you beat San Jose 10 to nothing or whatever the fuck it was. And you get the penguins at plus 13. Yeah, I, I shouldn't put too much into that because I was going to say something about earlier about how the Isles are you know negative nine and you know it's because they don't win any games more than a one game goal game basically, uh, and then they get a couple you know they get games one two wins, two goal wins three goal wins and then they lose seven nothing and the problems roaring back so you know they haven't been able to to get through that and I don't think it matters much it only just you know kind of compounds the the problems when you have like a team that's like the Bruins and their 26 goal differential, but they're 23, seven, six. I mean, they're, that's, that's a different story. So I don't really, I, don't, I, I agree. It doesn't mean as much, but the, the Red Wings are three and seven in the last 10. They're not playing real well. Um, and that's, there's zero overtime losses there. That's seven regulation losses. So that's, that's pretty, pretty poor. Um, that's turned their, turn their, their season around quite a bit. Now it could be, it could be one of those things where they, they just they're going through a lull, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, the Lightning should be better. You know, I mean, they're just still too stacked for me to to write them off. Bruins, Panthers, Leafs, Lightning, those four teams should make the playoffs. They're just they're just good teams. You know, Bruins and Panthers, obviously. Leafs should be getting more points, in, in my opinion. They're only 41. But those guys are still – they got too much firepower there. Obviously, Rangers, I'm not a buyer on the Hurricanes, but – Here's the thing. I was telling my dad this when we were watching the game. Hurricanes and Isles are the same team. They are like mirror match. They are they try to play the same way. Hard for check, you know, get opportunities, more opportunities that way, you know, force the other team to make mistakes. But they can't win, you know, typically in like a, a skill game. They have to really make it a dirtier game. Um and to be honest, it was, it's even though even though these games have been more exciting. It was a 5-4 game in that game. In this game we're watching right now, the Isles are winning 4-3 to three, just over just seven minutes to go in the in the second period of the, the Colorado game. Goals left and right. We're not playing a very good defensive game, but we're just forechecking very hard, pushing pressure on the other teams. So, in my opinion, I think Hurricanes and Isles are very similar. I think they both made the playoffs. I don't see the Flyers making it. I think, I think you're going to have one of the, the – Fuck the Flyers. The Caps, fuck, Devils, fuck or the Flyers. Penguins make it. I I really feel like the Penguins are probably going to do it just because the Devils have been just up and down. Cool. It's just up and down. It's it, like I, I said, don't understand wind. it. There's no consistency. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the Penguins are giving up the first goal. That's consistent. I, I just, the Penguins have too much experience and they'll just, they'll hit a fucking streak. Of those win- they're winning right now. They're winning like that we talked about right earlier, but they're going to go on a streak. And I mean, they're, it, like I said earlier, it's, it's 40 to, it's only, now it's, it's a six point break, I guess, because Hurricanes won tonight. But 
from second to, to seventh, six-point difference between all those teams. It's too much. So whoever's going to want it more, I and mean, we have a lot of games left. You were talking about goal differential. The one I don't understand the most is the Ottawa Senators. They are 14, 18, and 0, 28 points last in the East. Their goal differential is minus one. Blow out win, blow yeah. out loss. It, it's it's all or nothing. Yeah. It's either a blowout or get blown out. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you look at other bottom feeders, right? The San Jose Sharks, well, poor San Jose Sharks, minus 78, Chicago minus 50, uh, the Ducks minus 29. You'll bring that over, even bring it over to the East. You look at Columbus minus 24, and Buffalo minus 21, Montreal minus 23. How the fuck do you get a minus one and be 10th in your conference? That is mind-boggling. Actually, it's not 10th. It's fucking 16th. Sorry. But, oof. Oof, oof, So, just go – we'll go back a couple of games here. They they beat the Sabres 5-1. They lost to the Devils 6-2. They beat the Leafs 4-2. They beat the Penguins 5-4. They lost to Colorado 6-4. So, it's – like you're saying, it's either a one-goal game – or they blow out or they get blown out. A four to one loss, a five to one win, a four to three loss, a five to four loss, a six to two win. So it's just all yeah, back and forth. Yeah. It's wackalicious, as the kids say. Kid is that kids, I'm gonna uh, start using that. Is I that don't a, know. I think the kids are saying say I'm going to start harnessing the shit out of that. I love it. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Well, the other fucking jokes you harkness. <clears throat> you could but, say it all. You could say it all day long about his Boston Bruins. About how much he loves the Boston Bruins. Yeah. And how they won tonight. How they're wackalicious. They are love whack. black and gold. Quackalish. All right. I will be on location next week. I will oh, remember Jesus to bring Christ. my microphone. Thank God. Um, and but we will be back at it next Tuesday night recording. Uh, don't forget to go on the Twix at friends underscore rivals. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air if you want us to. While you're there, turn on notifications for the Friends of Rivals podcast so you never miss an episode. Billy, say something with it. Happy belated birthday, Jesus. 2023 years young 1990 years since you could play guitar but happy happy belated birthday